Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear, and then we talk about it. This is page 784. With cheerful ruthlessness, every time we fought, it took three days before I finally managed to beat her. That's an interesting verse to add to the long story of my life, isn't it? Come listen all, and I will tell a tale of brave and daring deeds, of wonders quoth the bloodless rot, and of the time he bravely fought, a twiggling girl no more than ten, and listen how it came to pass, the mighty blow he bravely dealt, that knocked her sprawling to the grass, and of the glow of joy he felt. Awful as it might sound, I was proud, and justifiably so. Kellyanne herself congratulated me when it happened, seeming more than a little surprised that I had managed it. There, in the long shadow of the sword tree, she showed me her two-handed variant of breaking lion as a reward, flattering me with the familiarity of an impish grin. That same day, we finished our prescribed number of bouts early. I went to sit on a nearby lump of stone that had been smoothed into a comfortable seat. I nursed my dozen small hurts from the fight, and prepared to watch the sword tree until Vashit returned to fetch me. Kellyanne, however, was not the sort to sit and wait. She skipped over to the sword tree, Standing only a few feet from where the longest branches bobbed and danced in the wind, sending the round, razor-sharp leaves turning in wild circles. Then she lowered her shoulders and darted under the canopy in among the thousand madly spinning leaves. I was too startled to cry out, but I did come halfway to my feet before I heard her laughing. I watched as she darted and jigged and spun, her tiny body dodging out of the way of the wind-tossed leaves as if she were playing tag. She made it halfway to the trunk and stopped. She ducked her head, reached out, and swatted away a leaf that otherwise would have cut her. No, she didn't just lash out, she used drifting snow. Then I watched her move even closer to the trunk, weaving back and forth and protecting herself. First she used maiden combs her hair, then danced backwards. Then she skipped to one side, the ketam abandoned. She crouched and sprinted through a gap in the leaves and made her way to the trunk of the tree, slapping it with one hand. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Slaps tree. This bad boy can fit so many philosophical messages inside. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that a is that a move in the Katan Slaps tree? <laughs> it, it should be. It, they say breaking lion in my book. Does it say break lion in your book? In the paragraph after the uh, breaking lion. Breaking lion. Interesting. Yeah, weird. Sometimes it's break lion though, isn't it? It's usually break lion. Yeah. Uh, so is Kellyanne like practicing? This is the test eventually, right? The test eventually is to like go to the tree and retrieve the object that you think is the most important. Um, and so is Kellyanne like secretly practicing her eventual test? Yeah, I think she is. In fact, I think maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think that like, you're not supposed to do this before it's your time, right? Like, because it's dangerous, right? You could be seriously hurt doing it. I think the fact that she is a little girl and she's already like succeeding at this is another maybe a signpost to the fact that she, like Quoth in her own way, is like a, a prodigy. Yeah, that she and Quoth both are like, <laughs> both have some contempt for the rules and mm-hmm. uh, are also very driven. And like gifted. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I know that we are supposed to take the the narrator's uh, prose as like the spoken words of narrator Quoth, but it's unusual that the narrator like interjects with something because this poem is not diegetic. This is not something in the text that they are reading. This is the narrator like coming up with a poem on the go, presumably, 
and yeah, it's an aside it. to Baston Chronicler. Yeah, yeah, which is, this is interesting. This doesn't happen often. Usually, the narrator is very focused, and then when we get asides, it's in the interlude. So it's unusual that this is here, and we get the full text of it. It sort of took me out of it a bit. It, yeah, it does. It does take you out of it, and like. We don't go to an interlude after this. Oftentimes when we zoom out like this, we, we transition to an interlude. When we don't, we go to another chapter. The next chapter, by the way, Jordana is called Hands. And as uh, Vin in the chat points out, the the rhyme, um, listen how it came to pass, the mighty blow he bravely dealt that knocked her sprawling to the grass. Uh, I really thought it was going to be knocked her sprawling to her ass. Uh, rather oh, than Sprawling on her ass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's on purpose or not. Maybe it's definitely it gives a different vibe to the uh, to the poem, but the poem is like you know a joke where he's he's uh, making fun of himself. Yeah, so it would fit. I feel like he is being like kind of self-effacing where he doesn't need to be. It's like because we understand at this point that like he should be proud for beating her because she's better than him. <laughs> right so like it it sounds weird if you don't understand that she's an accomplished martial artist and that she was perfectly capable of like she was beating him like a rented mule for the three days before this and she shares her secret grip with him yeah yeah but you can also see why this did not make it into the legends about quoth that uh circulate in the commonwealth well he cat he um curates his legends so and one wonders if this you know, some version of this does make it in or will make it in eventually. Mm. Well, because, like, people in the Commonwealth seem to know that he, like, learned the secrets of the ADEM somehow, but I I imagine that, like, they don't know very much about what he actually did there because I'm sure the ADEM aren't telling. Yes. And, by the way, the fact that Quoth is telling all these secrets of the ADEM lends credence to the theory that the ADEM are extinct in the frame narrative because I don't think he'd be spilling their secrets so freely if uh, there were still... There was, you know, Adam secrets to be kept, if you know what I mean. Yes, uh, either that or he has no intention of letting anybody read this book. That's also extremely possible. This is another little moment where, like, I feel like Kellyanne would be a great protagonist of another story. Like, uh, you know, mm. teenage Kellyanne, like, talking about training with Quoth and, like, beating Quoth repeatedly. Mm. He he yes. beat me once and I taught him my secret move, but actually he was a prick. He was not a prick, but he was like a, he was a dope. Mm-hmm. And then also through the story of Kellyanne, we could find out what happens to the Adam. Because she would be there whenever it theoretically. That's true. Happen. Maybe it's a Jedi mm-hmm. purge situation where she's working in like a scrapyard and, you know, not doing her force powers. Yeah. Listening to Mongolian metal music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm also interested because Quoth, at first Quoth doesn't recognize what she's doing. He just thinks she's kind of like goofing around. And then he realizes that she's using all the techniques of the Catan to block or avoid the the leaves and get to the middle of the tree. So this is also telling us that part of the purpose of the Catan is to prepare you for this test. And that the moves that you're learning that are martial arts moves are also move, are also techniques for avoiding injury and making it to the center of the tree well it reminds me of that boxing tool i don't know what it's called but it's the thing that is like both a striker and a and a like a blocker trainer because whenever you hit it it spins and it like sends a an arm at you and so you have to dodge or or block it Mm. so it reminds me of like a like a training device i don't think it's necessarily for the 
purpose of teaching you how to defeat the tree. But I think that the tree is a good approximation of like a fight. Your skill set. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question that, that I don't think we'll get an answer to. Which came first, the sword yes. tree or the or the human combat? Yeah, the development the, of the katan. The fact that this is the school of the sword tree makes me think that each of the schools have like a thing that is emblematic. It is like of a the test katan. of their katan. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the animals in in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, didn't I say this? I feel like we. Yeah, I think I think, I think we've it. had yeah. this conversation. Yeah, yeah. The badger moles, the test of the badger moles. Did you see Jordana that uh, there's there's evidence that the uh, next Avatar thing will be a movie and it will feature uh, like young adult gang. A young yeah, adult it's like gang? set. It's like set between Avatar and Korra. Yeah, and it'll have like like young Aang, like, like young, but like yes, old oh, slightly teenage. older Aang and Katara and and them. Yeah. That would be great. I'd I'd love that. Yep. Me too. Right. The only good piece of media, Avatar the Last Airbender. <laughs> the only unironically good media. All right. You know what else is unironically good media? This podcast. This and so podcast. will it be tomorrow. On another on tomorrow's page. page. <laughs> <laughs>